0: Cloud Speaker Studios.
1: This show features scenes that may not be appropriate for
2: all audiences. A full list of content warnings is available in the show notes. Remember that nothing
1: is what it seems when you're tuned into The Weird.
2: We need to, like, once again, we are at a, the wrong energy level for this Goofy-ass show. Unless we want to be here. Unless we want to be our normal selves and show the, like, remove the mask of our online personalities.
1: Oh, oh, okay. I'm not supposed to be in characters making, right? I,
0: I, could, I could, like, be myself.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, oh my God! This is so freeing. I never let
0: anyone hear my normal voice. Oh, thank fucking Christ, man! Now I don't have to pretend to be like one of y'all northern or liberals. I can talk in my good American voice now. Fuck yeah! Yeah, yeah. I'm just Kermit. I'm just Kermit the Frog. you <laughs> have <laughs> been Kermit yeah. the Frog
1: the whole podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I did the for because this is a an, a, an audio medium. I did just do the he, the the Kermit the Frog's hands up in the air like waving like he just don't care. This is a Q and A episode. We're reco- we're recording this and um, I'm in a weird place right now. I posted this in the uh, the Discord earlier, but I did Belgium. play. No, I didn't. What you you said United... you're in a weird okay. place
1: right now? Belgium.
2: Yes. Okay, no. Uh mentally. Um, You're mentally in Belgium. I did j- I did joke about it with my partner uh earlier today that I was going to play Vangabus on repeat for eight hours. I got through about an hour. Uh and so that's how I started. That's how I started my day. I did that once with the um, "Sexy Sax Guy"
0: video for like uh, it was one night the finals, like freshman year. And by the end of it, and I don't know if you experienced this as well, it was a completely
2: different song from when it began. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's beautiful. Um, my like those situations, I cherish those moments when i was a child because my dad would do that to me um specifically with the um the uh bonanza (laughs) themes i worked for my dad i worked for my dad at a restaurant uh way way back in the day and he had a cd with like classic movie Theme songs, and he would just put the Bonanza theme song on repeat for like eight hours. It was either that or the Austin Powers Gold Member, soundtrack, oh. <laughs> which he's still what obsessed with fuck? to this day. To this day, my father is still obsessed with the Gold Member soundtrack. Good Christ!
1: Okay, well, I I uh, I was in a car for almost seven hours, and I got back less than two hours ago. <laughs> I was in a weird place, but that weird place was Santa Fe, New Mexico.
0: <laughs> and I'm Scotty Moore. Welcome to this special Q and A, listeners. If
1: okay, if they're a new listener, they're not starting at like the Q and A after four story arcs. If they're listening, they know who the fuck we are. <laughs> they
2: they've deserved this. What if they don't? They've been listening this entire time, and they get to this episode, they're like, "Who the fuck are these hooligans?" These aren't the characters I know and love.
1: We break character all the time. They should, they should have figured this out.
2: <laughs> it's true. They listen to the abridged, the mm-hmm. the, the previously on. They watch the uh, the anime,
0: the weird anime uh, adaptation. Yeah,
1: that'll do it.
0: It's exclusively in Belgium, mm-hmm. though, so.
1: Co- code Lyoko. <laughs>
0: <laughs> remember uh remember Code Lyoko? <laughs> <laughs> That's our first cue we're going to answer on this yep. Q&A. <laughs> you, you remember Code Lyoko, guys? <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. All right. So, we got some great questions from our Discord. We're we're going to probably do a lot of these are like spoilery ones, so we're going to I wouldn't say like skip over them, but we'll blast and then just say, "Hmm, maybe." It's going to be like our answer for 90% of these. But there's still going to be some fun to had today. Some fun fun to had? Fun to had? Don't you want to have some fun? Fun to have today. This is fun to have. (laughs) So our first. I missed you both. (laughs) But then again, like, I like, you know how you like get into those moments. You're like, oh, I miss like recording with you both like so much. And then you get into those moments where you're like, God, fucking. (laughs) get into those moments where it's like, no, I don't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I hate you.
2: Cool. Uh first question for you both. Where the fuck is the clitoris? Wait. <laughs> Who
1: asks well, this, yeah. I wonder? First first you have to you have to say it like they sent it.
2: Uh where the fuck is the clitoris? I know you know where it is. And now I, I think all three of us have very specific answers to this. So this is uh, this is from uh, Chips. Uh, Chips, uh, I, we know. I, thank you. <laughs> we know. We know. Um, yeah. Uh, so with thank you so much, Chips, for this wonderful question. And now each of us are going to answer uh, where <laughs> where in fact the clitoris is. Gatlinburg, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> the clitoris is right under the point where the inner labia meet in front no. of the whole hood. Known as the clitoral hood, in fact. It's on top of, or in front of, depending on which angle you're at, the vagina Dude, and this, the... Wait, hold, hold on,
2: hold on. Do this is Ash Delaney.
1: How the fuck does Ash Delaney talk? <laughs> <laughs> I don't
2: know. Hal,
1: Hal, you see, Hal? I hate that that's the entry phrase for this, but here we go. You see, Hal, the clitoris... Nope, that's not what he sound like. Hal, Bishop... Kill me. Hello. hello. (laughs) Did you know, this is very fascinating, the clitoris is right under the point where their inner labia meet and form a little hood, known as the clitoral hood, in fact. It's on top of, or in front of, depending on which angle you're at, the vagina and the urethra. The hole you pee out of. What you're seeing under that clitoral hood is actually just the tip of the clitoris. Fun fact. Al, about the clitoris, the rest of it is a spongy shaft that divides into two legs that reach more than
0: five inches inside your body. Is that not fascinating? Well, yes, but, um, (laughs) why is this in the Necronomicon?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because the American education system is a joke. (laughs) So we were actually going to do a story arc uh, around the clitoris, you know, um, but it, you know, as, as a cryptid, the cl- clitoris is, you know, kind of a well-trodden land, you know, like everybody's done it before. We just didn't want to rub people the wrong way. Yeah, exactly.
1: If we tried to make the clitoris a cryptid, Ash and
2: Howe would never find it. <laughs> Confirmed. So I think um, we can go into some questions here. Uh, there's a lot of talk about Pokemon in this yeah. uh, the podcast <laughs> being based in the 90s. Uh, what is everyone's favorite Pokemon, both your characters and yourself? Um, I think, like, as characters, we have to limit it to Gen 1. Hal's is Charizard. Mine
0: is – well, there's two – If we're just talking off pure cuteness, Totodile. If we're talking off of, oh, fuck, that thing's real badass and I love it, uh, Shiny Gyarados.
2: You've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go. I've been playing so much Pokemon Go. You have a lot of boys. What's your favorite boy?
1: My, personally, my two favorite boys are are Mimikyu and Gengar.
2: Yeah, Gengar's a good one. It's so good. I think Gengar would possibly be... Ashes, or Ash is kind of a min maxer and would choose like, uh, like Dragonite just to for the power of the Pokemon.
1: No, Ash's favorite Pokemon is Slowbro. <laughs>
2: really? Is there like reasoning behind it, or is it just just for just Slowbro just, just for funsies?
1: So yeah, just just vibe. So uh, at some point, Hal did like just scroll through like their Pokedex to to like try to make ash look at every pokemon and ash just went like i like that one yeah he he looks like a friend it was that other one but now he's up
0: <laughs> <laughs> you've done well in life
2: <laughs> i adore totodile personally i love that little crocodile boy. boy so happy all the time it's real good Um, who, which character should I choose?
0: I don't know if Agent Winters (laughs) is a big Pokemon fan. I would love to hear what
1: Pokemon Agent Winters would pick if pressed. And of course we got to know, because we know Rudy, Rudy's kid likes Pokemon. Oh yeah. Well, no, Rudy's kid is a baby, but was probably watching like the cartoon.
2: (laughs) I think Agent Winters would choose Bulbasaur because Bulbasaur is number one and then you know she would just kind of fuck off at that point she's like i saw one i looked at the pokédex <laughs> saw number 1 it was a bulbasaur and then i no i not nope the fuck out of it <laughs> and then i i i got thoroughly bored by this by this video game so i decided to um go for a run, which is much more exciting than Pokemon.
1: I, I love the idea that Agent Winners talks like a Redditor in a no-sleep post. <laughs> I noped the fuck out of there. <laughs> uh,
2: that's, that's me bringing Charles mannerisms into it. I'm I not, kept I, scrolling, not, and I not... saw
0: a dragon. It was totally poggers. <laughs>
2: um, I think... I think um, Rudy likes a good old Pikachu, but um, he only was able to catch one in the forest and accidentally evolved it into Raichu. So he's really like disappointed in himself for having Raichu instead of Pikachu.
0: Now, oh. <laughs> I, I will say, it, can it only be evolved by Electric Stone? Yeah. So he did it on accident. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm in my head canon. You know how Bishop was like,
2: You wanna see a cool thing Pikachu can do? Use this stone on it, bud. And then just Yeah, yeah, cool. Awesome. I'm gonna go do that when I get back home. I'll, I'll make sure my my kid loves Pikachu. That's yeah. so like, mean. If That's I... so fucking <laughs> dumb. I don't even
1: I don't want you to make that canon because that makes me really upset. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I thought if it's Rudy's favorite, then I'll do it. If it's the kids, Hal won't do it. But I do like this idea of it just cutting to Rudy, evolving that Raichu, and then his kid just being like, yeah, dad, that's what happens when you use a Thunderstone on it. "Ah!" (laughs) He just starts screaming at the top of his lungs.
2: What would Russian Jim be into, Pokemon-wise?
1: Oh, God. How did we not think of Russian Jim? That's the one that the listenership really wants
2: to know. Uh Russian Jim is I think uh, uh, That's
0: not a, a Pokemon. Champ, pig, uh, big Gym. arms.
2: And <laughs> um, I um it's it's kind of interesting, but I actually like um I like uh uh <laughs> looking at the whole list here. I'm a big fan of Alakazam. You know, I could see it. He's got the spoon. <laughs> he does. He's got multiple <laughs> he spoons. He does have and, and
1: spoons. And just incredible facial hair.
2: <laughs> yes. Duh. <Da>. Duh.
1: <Da. laughs> I love you, Russian Chip. I frequently that, forget that, that, that you're fact. just Charles that. doing a voice.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. That was something um, a couple people in the Discord uh, were talking about after our live listen party. was like, oh, man, it'd be really great... If we did like a a episode or something that focused on like some of the minor characters, uh, like you know, and what the hell their lives are like, with like Ash and Hal just kind of running around doing dumb shit in the background, and I'm like, yeah, I would love that. Wait, no, that would just be Charles.
2: I forgot that everyone is Charles. (laughs) Well, no, so like, if I if I were to do that, I would bring on. Um, some other cast members to play those roles, and it would be like one of those things that like it. It would just be well known that it's just like for a one one time thing where it's those characters, and it would just be different people playing the game with us. And it's something that I've like considered, but I don't know. I don't know. It's all. It's enough work to, <laughs> to like create our own consistent canon with this story. It's another thing just to add other improv like people to improvise those characters and then fuck everything up. Um th- so thanks thanks Sarah for that question. Fuck, we were answering a question, huh? <laughs> Did not even realize at that point. I thought we were just shooting the shit about Pokémon. <laughs> uh let's let's do like a quick round of um questions for each of us. This is kind of like a fun question from Mike. Thanks Mike. How long has Ash been frequent frequenting the void?
1: Uh probably as long as it's been there. I think uh 'Cause we, we I think we established that it, it it's in is it not in like the hollowed out shell of a blockbuster?
2: Yeah, one hundred percent.
1: Like they were probably Ash was going to that blockbuster just as as a blockbuster to rent some rent some videos and uh they showed up one day and they're like, This is different and then they went through and they're like, Oh no, this is better. <laughs> I'm going to come here all the time and thus did their friendship with russian jim and oleg bloom
2: <laughs> i um talking about like the the branding for it i i picture like it's a building that has had no success <laughs> for like ever there's always like a new business in there like every six months right um and the most recent one was the blockbuster which was around for like a year or so and then um when they took down the blockbuster sign you know how like when you remove a sign off of a building you can still see the remnants behind it um he still saw like the blockbuster kind of like ish logo there and um kind of painted around it to make it the 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 void logo instead and that is uh, that is void, but he still uses all the same uh, um, DVD cases and everything uh, like that.
0: Okay, now I al- now I personally have a question now, and it's something that I don't know why it's taken me this long to consider. Did it always have the Italian restaurant in it, or was that a future
2: edition of like maybe when he brought Oleg on? <laughs> uh. So um. So Oleg and Russian Jim ha- uh, have had been. I, I wouldn't say like they're necessarily like partners or anything like that, but they, I, because I haven't thought about that specifically. They're married. But they've been close. <laughs> I, um, they've been close for like a long time, at least, right? They may be married, they may not. I haven't thought about it. Um, but um, it was kind of like an expansion. Like the business did well enough that um he bought the next kind of like building over. Um, for for the restaurant side of things, uh, when the the business next door went out of business,
0: this is a real fucking weird story we've come up with,
2: y'all. <laughs> I, yes. don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> See, this is this is the thing: is when you explain. The mysteries behind it—it's like explaining the smoking man, yeah. right? Once you know what that smoking man is all about, he's not as spooky.
1: He was never. And that's what we did
2: spooky. with Russian Jim. We just, we just did all of the Russian Jim backstory.
1: To... We did none of did the Russian Jim backstory. We have no idea where he came from. Um, Russia how he had this this truck. <laughs> Fuck you, Scotty! There's this truckload of like supernatural uh, bric-a-brac and whatnot that he brought with him—what made him want to go into the, uh, <laughs> the occult literature, video rental, and Italian food industry? There's still plenty of mystique surrounding our good friend Russian Jimothy. That's his full name now. It's canon.
2: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm first name Russian, last name Jim. <laughs> no, that's not canon. <laughs> Um I we we could cut this out. I want to cut this out. Uh but like I pictured Russian Jim very much like Tommy Wiseau that when um asked like where he's from, he'd say like New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm
1: not cutting. I'm not cutting that out.
0: That's very
1: good. That is very <laughs> that's, good actually. That's staying
0: in. Hey Charles, what's your personal fan theory for who the director actually <laughs> is? <laughs>
2: This is an interesting question um, because I'm not gonna fucking spoil it. <laughs> I like I like I uh, I like seeing your faces when like I like seeing like... your
1: face too.
2: But like, there's a moment in this next arc where uh, you guys made a realization about what I was doing with the story, oh. and to see your faces light up the way that they did, um, the director. Um, I kind of want to keep that mystery for a couple reasons, right? Number one is because I want to, like, see your reaction when, like, the things happen. But um, I want, because this is an improv show, right, a lot of this, like, we have, like, a general idea of how things are going to go sometimes here or there. But for the most part, we're, like, basing it off of our dice, right? So, like, things may change. Things that you guys say in the game may be, like, super interesting. So, like, I have this, like really solid idea of what the director is, but A, I want to keep it mysterious, and B, like, if there's something, like, very interesting in the podcast that's brought up during just play, I want to be able to, like, maybe m- switch it up a little bit, and that's why I won't tell anybody what it is.
1: Okay, then just say something, say something, like, really fucking silly.
2: Um, I think that conversation uh about the director was after somebody posted a picture of the TARDIS in the Discord, and somebody else um, put two and two together that, the, op- that the, the director's office is bigger on the inside, and I think that there was like a time travel comment immediately after. The, the, the director is, and this is canon, it's not canon, uh, the director is a Time Lord. The director is the master,
0: the director is Eddie Murphy,
2: playing David Tennant, playing Doctor Who. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Okay. What? Okay. 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 No. No. We need to have a conversation
1: here. We did? We do it? Did, <laughs> did Scotty did... solve your director?
2: Puzzle? No. No. Yeah. It's just. It's just Eddie Murphy. Um. No, but like why the fuck did Eddie Murphy? Why why was Eddie Murphy the first thing that came to your mind? I'm 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 like literally like concerned for you that like when I talk about Doctor Who and I talk about like like our horror podcast, the first thing that pops into your mind is Eddie Murphy.
1: My girl likes to listen to the weird, listen
0: to the weird, listen to the weird. To the, weird. <laughs> <laughs> the lady in the morning, I'm making waffles.
2: No, <laughs> no, 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 diverting. We Do you want to hold? Like, I need an capture. answer
1: here. <laughs> Then you got to, got to capture me some cryptids, baby.
0: This is one haunted mansion. <laughs> <laughs> hey
2: charles what's up <laughs> i'm i'm just i'm just waiting you, for you to answer my question <laughs> you but thats that
1: isn't <laughs> that wasn't your A
2: question charles i'm sorry no no i'm no my question to scotty was what the fuck man
1: <laughs> yeah that was it you, we, you made us submit our own q a's and we did them ahead of time. I know that's not yours. Are you gonna yeah. burn your QA? You're
2: burning your QA? Uh, I, I kinda want to now. Okay. Or are we okay, fine. If you wanna leave the mystery of Eddie Murphy uh to uh to the next QA episode, we can. Um, End
0: of the season, it's a dark reveal.
2: I am I am legitimately worried about you. That there's a director beyond the director. <laughs> Yeah, that's the president of the United States. The final villain of this podcast is Bill Clinton. <laughs> Don't I'm say in. that.
1: We might do it.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, God damn it. Scotty, in a canon compliant AU, what does Hal Bishop's future at the Department of Weird look like? From where you are standing right now, what's the Spoil future? the rest of the Hold. show from here. Is what they're asking me to do. You're sitting in your development meeting at the Department of uh, Transportation with just somebody from HR. And they're like, oh, where do you see yourself in 10 years at this company?
1: Oh, that's good.
2: <laughs> Can we just scene this one? Because I think I want to make this a
0: scene for some reason. In in 10 years, where do, I, where do I see myself? Here? At this company? The one that, you know, goes through people in my role about every six to one year yeah I don't see myself here in 10 years to be honest with you I kind of don't see myself alive not exactly and not saying it's a bad work environment I feel it's uh, quite encouraging has helped me grow as a human being but also uh, a fucking vampire can just bite the shit out of me at any moment so I I would love to say in 10 years i'd i'd still be here maybe the maybe i could be the director you know <laughs> like the donkey man from shrek but in I, I and i've got to be a realist and a realist says i'm not fucking making it out of here
2: uh that's very depressing yeah it's grim <laughs> and that question was from uh paz thank you so much paz
1: all right, I've got I got a question for the group and it's it's from your friend and mine and po- podcast. It's, it's from Ty.
2: Yay!
1: <laughs> uh, did, what did Ash and Hal think about TTRPGs? And what Ash and Hal... God, you got me fucking doing that thing you do, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: Ash get along with their
1: respective players? Would Ash and Hal then also get along with their respective players? I feel like Hal
0: doesn't i i feel like ttrpgs are like a level of nerddom that hal refuses to let himself go across he's like no i'm still a cool jock that fucks and if but if i cross this threshold i can no longer call myself that
1: i feel like ash would similarly also be very bad at it like they you know it's like this this is a frivolity they don't have time to sit in a room with a bunch of people and pretend to be some other person for, like, f- four or five hours? Because, seriously, who the fuck has the time to do that? Oh, my God. And so, yeah, no, and they also, like, the role-playing aspect would be totally lost on them, that it would just be them sitting at a table being like, yes, I'm playing Ash Delaney. I rolled a... And it's like, you know, they want to, like, talk us. Yeah, no, we're going to kill the thing. I rolled a 20. Is it dead? Can we Can we keep going? What, what? Why are you looking at me like that?
2: <laughs> um, if Rudy was DMing, uh, Rudy would 100 be like super well prepared. Have all of his notes. Create created a bunch of different characters. Have all those characters written down. Have different minifigures for like a bunch of different scenarios that can pop up. Uh, unbeknownst to Rudy, his campaign is going to get derailed immediately, <laughs> and all of his great work is going to be. What? I was
0: fixing to say, I initially thought I would not like playing a game with Hal because me and Hal would try to be the exact same fucking character, and so i know I'd get frustrated, but now that I know both of us have a combined enemy and Rudy, I feel like we'd probably get down once that comes into play. Do you,
2: Scotty Moore, hate Rudy?
0: I don't hate Rudy, but I love derailing games. Oh, Okay. See, I was gonna this say, true. yeah, I was gonna say how
1: Hal, Hal and Ash would probably approach TTRPGs the same way. Then, where they just would sit there and refuse to properly engage with it.
2: <laughs> uh, what did the Latin mean, as recited by Hal and Sarah and Ash in the background of the um, of the episode? Well, one of them is a lorem ipsum, and that's it. <laughs> two of them yeah. <laughs> two two of three is lorem- laura <laughs> mipsum and then we
0: got to when i was gonna do it and i was like this is the fucking like main event of the evening folks i'm not gonna laura lorem- mipsum so i d- don't remember what i had put exactly i don't know if either of you remember but i just threw some vague shit about like and now the lost souls returned to the earth or some shit like that put it into google yeah. translate and then just read that
2: I don't remember what you did specifically because it was like a hundred years ago at this yeah. point. It was. And I could barely remember yesterday. Fuck. There's
1: five and a half minutes left of this game and Colorado blew a three point <laughs> lead. Now they're only up by one. <laughs> so if I sound disengaged, I'm because go- I'm going to be white knuckling it for the next five <laughs> minutes.
0: Hey Charles. Tell us tell us more about Chris. What's she up to? What's her daily routine? What's one weird fact about her? What does she answer for two truths and a lie? Does she have pets? What's her previous work history like? What are her pet pee- Fuck, it's, there's just a lot of interest in Chris. Well, you made
1: Chris, who I will remind for the rest of our audience that isn't Jordan who sent this question- uh was the person who uh works at like the like garage or something of the the d o w like assigning oh, the the vehicles and stuff and so that's that's where when when how is is given his his beautiful horrible child of a car and yeah chris is chris is there
2: yeah <laughs> Yeah, Chris, is, Chris, Chris still works as, as the the person who has the keys. And was Dave?
1: Yeah, Dave. Dave. Dave's the one who yeah. brought the car around. Yeah.
2: Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's Chris and Dave. They're not together. However, like some people in the office do think that there's like something there. There's not, but there's a lot of goss. There's goss in the office. What is she up to? She's just chilling. She works and heads home. It's good. She uh, One weird fact about her she really only eats like rye bread with everything like can't eat it's just can't eat anything that's a, like that's a weird that is, fact that is a weird, right? that is a weird fact uh what does she answer for two truths and a lie uh she does the the rye bread for the uh one of the truths uh does she have pets yes uh what is her previous work history like other car things uh what are her pet peeves when people ask her about her work history, uh, is she in a relationship? <laughs> she doesn't talk about it at work, but yes. Um, does she want kids? And if she has them, did she want them? That is a personal question. <laughs> and
1: about, about this I want to ask
2: you the next time that you see somebody who has a kid, ask them,
1: Did you want <laughs> to have that child? Did you want this? Hey, hey, Scotty. <laughs>
2: Did you? Did you really want this? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. <laughs> that was that was a, a delight to go into a character that was mentioned once and then never again. M- will she return? I mean, there's no reason she might not. She works at the Dow. Yeah. Oh, uh, 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 hey, Meg. Um, give us one fun fact about Ash's caffeine addiction. Uh. There's nothing.
1: There's nothing fun about it. Sorry. Hey, kids, we've had a lot of fun here on this podcast, <laughs> The Weird. But right now, I'd like to take a second to talk to you about stimulant addiction. <laughs> I'm sitting backwards in my chair right now. I want to rap with you.
0: Hey, kids, I don't need stimulants to tear this phone book in half. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, fun. Fun fact. Ash feels the need to be awake and sharp and alert almost all the time. I bet you want to know why they feel that way, don't you? Stick around, listen, and find out.
0: Boom. Oh, teaser for the future. I'd say a fun fact about that caffeine addiction is just how creative they get with how they get their caffeine. They're like, doesn't matter. Coffee, uh, coffee, five-hour energy, whatever. I, those fucking things with the big B on it at a gas station. Just a few of those films.
1: <laughs> they, they probably did like half the shit that Jason Statham does in uh, Crank, where he's got to keep his heart rate up. <laughs> and there's like one bit where he's just in the pharmacy, just snorting like a uh, nasal spray. <laughs>
0: The Weird. Yeah, Ash Ash has probably done that. Brought to you by Stacker Uh, 2. The Weird.
2: Ash has a car battery that they just like zap themselves with if they need to stay up a little bit longer. Jason Statham did it. It's
1: fine. It's healthy. Jason Statham does it.
2: (laughs) Oh, here's a fun one. Um, Four episodes down. At the current moment of recording this Q&A episode, which has been your favorite episode and why?
1: Oh, that's easy. Two. The the void arc.
2: I, I would say, like, the two was the one that I was, like, most excited about with how we recorded it. I really love how four turned out. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I'm going to say four now. When five comes out, I'm going to say five. Like, literally, us, this team, we get better with every episode, in my fucking opinion. And for me to be able to say the episode where I got to take over a cult and go crazy for three episodes isn't my favorite arc. Like, it <laughs> just kind of shows how much we grew. Uh, but yeah, no, I loved episode four, especially for kind of like how uh, eye opening it was for me for like certain character aspects of Hal. I guess. It's the ep- this is the yeah. episode where Hal Bishop yeah. becomes a real person. <laughs>
1: He's a real boy. Yeah. As soon as you said that I was like, yeah, when episode five comes out, that's probably gonna be my favorite too, but I guess they did say right now (laughs) in this moment. And just two episode two was just really fucking cool hearing the end result and being like, Oh fuck, we did that. By which I mean mostly Charles did that, but (laughs) like that we all like we all technically (laughs) we all are spawn together. Yeah. Which is kinda
2: neat. Yes, it's very cool. I love, like, I, I have we talked about it previously about the setup um, when you were talking with Spawn and how I just, like, Oh, wait, no, because we
0: didn't do a Q&A, a, a yeah. this kind of Q&A, no. a after
2: two or three.
1: So, no, I don't think people know the, the dumb bullshit that we did.
2: So, um, one of the first things that I wanted to do was really, like, lean into some of the horror stuff and really push the two of them into a space that will freak them out a little bit, too. Um, just, that's fun, you know, uh, torturing my friends is is fun. Um, but honestly, too, it was just, like, a really cool concept. So, basically, we we had it set up like you would do the uh, Esses method, which is what this was based off of. So, basically, Megan was in a space that was just static. Yeah right it was rough. um and could not could not hear Scotty at all right um could not hear anything that Scotty was saying whatsoever mm-hmm. yep uh Scotty could hear Megan and the responses there right but Scotty could not hear me and I was doing spawn in Megan's ear so I was feeding Megan's responses to Scotty's questions without uh megan knowing what was going going on and there were like points where it was just like right at the beginning i made megan sit in that silent space for like two or three minutes just (laughs) to fuck with them right off the bat and it was just like it was good and i did like like, i closed my
1: eyes and everything to really try to be like because it's like if i can see the faces everybody's making it's not gonna be as good
2: There were a couple moments there where like in the recording space Scotty asked a question and then I go it's <laughs> a <laughs> Megan's ear and then and then Megan would laugh and then, and then Scotty would be like hey oh that's the response and then I have to go like go into the other chat and be like no 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 that was just me being an idiot okay i'm going back um so that was that was a lot of fun
0: and then the way we uh, did the voice of Spawn, which was like a dual effort where I just took like yeah. I took three tracks of us saying the lines and essentially did like an 8D audio thing where they we would circulate around your head. That mm-hmm. way never would one voice be like the main voice of Spawn.
1: And it came out so fucking good.
0: Yeah. And I don't know what the fuck you
2: did to it after, but you made it even better. Thank you. The F one, my favorite. My favorite thing about well, no, it's a little bit of a favorite editing thing about episode four, is when Shelby talks about like seeing somebody in static, and it ends up being Spawn at the end, right? Like, um, but in chapter three and at the end of chapter five. That you hear this like static that beeps out. If anybody caught it, uh, it's uh, it's Spawn in Morse code is is what I did there. Oh my there.
1: god, you fucking nerd!
2: <laughs> yeah, so so um, I revealed that it was Spawn significantly beforehand, and Spawn is doing some some wacky things behind the scenes. I'm sure I've asked you this before,
0: but did you have a name for this thing before I fucked it all up for you?
2: No, I didn't have a name for it. Um, I have a better idea of what it is at this point. Okay. Um, I I, I I knew what it like what its goals were, but not like past like the point of the end of like the first big thing. Yeah. Right. But um now I have spent more time when now that we have four episodes, five episodes recorded, um, I have a better idea of like the long game for spawn and what that okay is. cool so i'm really excited i'm really excited about it
0: all right this one's from paz and i actually adore it which npc named or unnamed except russian gym do you love the <laughs> most <laughs> it's, just
1: love, it's like it's like look
0: we all know <laughs> <laughs> we all know we love a russian gym god i every time i interact with this character i do despise them but god gertrude bird is so fucking good you've never had to interact with gertrude bird no i just mean like in the well i was there having to listen
2: and charles does like the sad i'm about to die coughs
1: very good
2: (laughs) I was picturing when I was creating characters for um episode two. I was like, I wanna create Ash Delaney's foil. <laughs> what is the one what is the one thing that is going to take Ash Delaney, like would be able to take Ash Delaney out? An old woman. <laughs> A Agent Winners is my favorite. <laughs> I love, yeah, I, love I love she's AJ just winners. so
1: fucking deadpan and she just does not have time for this shit. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> like she sees these little these two freaks running around a crime scene and is like, "Wait, I know that little <laughs> one. What is your yeah. deal?" And then she finds out and it's like, "Oh no, I'm a part of this now and I hate it." <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I love her so much for a lot of different reasons. Her name, Autumn Winters, is great. Um It's and this answers another question about like the the naming structure for Autumn. Autumn Winters is the the naming structure is the same as a friend of mine. The similar kind of naming structure. One of my friends uh, transitioned and uh, chose their name, and I was very inspired by that. I talked to them about it, see if I could use the same kind of naming structure and. Um, yeah. Was it spring, summer? Was it summer, no, fall? It's, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, <laughs> it a, wasn't a, a seasonal a, thing. A season <laughs> thing, but it was, it was very similar in the way that, the, the. Is it was garlic
0: paprika? Oh, you said it's not a season thing, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, you fucking do that. <laughs> but
1: it's, it's also, it's just a very, it's a very trans, just as someone else who also has several trans and non-binary friends who've uh who like chose you know their own names and stuff when they've transitioned or for whatever other kind of reason and a lot of them do goofy stuff like that
0: What's up my why, name's because why not My name's Brick Uncle <laughs> my pronouns are they them
1: <laughs> So like yeah no it it tracks Agent Autumn Winters is our our trans icon Who <laughs> would have loved to be in a different fucking podcast
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, uh, I, I and, like, the biggest thing, like, oh, yeah, uh, Agent Winters is trans. Um, we didn't want to do, like, the big, like, and look, and I'm also, a f- hi there, my name is Agent Winters, and if you couldn't tell, I am a trans woman. <laughs> and I didn't want to do that because that's icky. Um, Agent Delaney, other...
1: <laughs> I, need you, I need you to know that as a trans woman, I'm very upset about the zombie situation.
2: <laughs> Very specifically, very specifically because I'm trans.
1: <laughs> and to which Delaney would reply, well, as a, as a non-binary individual, I'm also just super concerned <laughs> about those zombies. Representation.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, quick, quick, no one's looking. Uh, what random ass thing do you want to put into the canon of the show? Oh, God. I'm yes. not listening. I'm not here.
0: <laughs> I mean, you could also put something in the canon. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got one, but it's really sad. <laughs> i got one, but it's very, very sad.
1: All right, what sad thing are you putting in the canon, bud?
0: It's that, um, it's that Hal has... And this actually is going to be answering another question, which was... As the as Mike's non canonical OC, who's a hitman for a Russian gym, when the fuck am I bringing back the movie I checked out, which was Halloween Two, and Hal is not going to return it um, because he hasn't gotten to watch it with Maggie yet.
1: Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Which means this boy may just now own a copy of Halloween Two.
1: <laughs> it's yours now. Uh, Ash speaks. No, wait, no, no, fuck. I was going to say something, and then it realized it was like, no, this will come and bite me the ass. I was going to be like, Ash speaks like five languages actually fluently, and it's like, mm, Megan barely speaks one language fluently. <laughs> Maybe shouldn't do that. Uh, Ash used to have a pet iguana, uh, a, bi- a big pet iguana, and its name was Carmine.
2: I love that it, it died,
1: but not like in a say. It just it got real old in lizard years, and it died at some point. But that's canon now.
2: I think mine uh, it's not like pertaining to the story itself, but I think mine is. And I'm just gonna go like way, way left field with this. Uh, Backstreet Boys is actually a punk band. Oh, okay.
0: I thought Charles was about to ruin like the whole show, (laughs) like anything up (laughs) until this will be like the ADBC of the podcast as Charles is like, they're siblings now, y'all.
1: What? (laughs) I thought you were going to say, Backstreet's back. All right. What would you say is the fundamental difference between Ash and Hal as people? Damn. I know we're not saying the names for every single one of them, but I need everybody listening who is not like in our Discord regularly to know that this is the same person who asked the clitoris question.
0: <laughs> uh, the biggest difference between Hal and Ash is uh, height. <laughs> 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 The best part about this, for the people at home, is watching Charles just a dead man look at their computer (laughs) like these two dipshits are who I have chosen to make my horror comedy
2: podcast with. See, and that's the the best part about this is, like, I play the straight man a lot to these situations, but internally I'm laughing so hard with you.
1: Well, then laugh with us, Charles.
2: (laughs) Actually, you know what? Yeah, no, it's better if you're quiet. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, what is something Hal and Ash have both been wanting to ask or suggest to Russian Jim, but haven't yet?
1: What does that mean? Like, would you go steady with me, Jim?
2: <laughs> um, no, I am, I am good, Ash. Um.
1: <laughs> Ash, the lady would stay ghost steady. <laughs>
0: Hey Jim, uh, k- quick, how's the whole uh, unlimited breadsticks thing I I
2: told you about last month? You said you would. Um, uh, This is uh, not uh, communist Russia. It is uh, corporate America. No, 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 unlimited. No, it's it's pay it's per per per. Uh, this is <laughs> ridiculous. ridiculous.
1: Charges per <laughs> stick.
0: <laughs> per bespoke breadstick. <laughs> this is opposite of unlimited.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a limited
0: breadstick. <laughs> this is limited breadsticks. <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: limited breadsticks. Um, slays slaves over a breadstick that they bought over at Costco. <laughs> <laughs> I buy in bulk. They have to carry it from Costco.
1: <laughs> it's a cross parking lot.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, with, like, over shoulder and everything. They have shoulder problems. With a breadstick. So we have to pay for Oleg's um I, I like to think sticks. that it's
0: just one very long baguette with two, like, hams hanging down each side. It's just, like, water this is, bucket. This here. is
1: also how Oleg trains for MMA. <laughs> <laughs> Now we have canonized another new fun fact about Oleg.
2: <laughs> okay, we all know what podcasts Jesse would make, but what podcast would Ash and Hal make together? Or individually?
0: What's up, guys? Welcome to the first episode of... of, of Drinking Buddies, where me and my my friends, we get drunk and we talk about my, our favorite movies, folks. So come on in and sit down today. We're going to talk about... Chippendale's Rescue Rangers now on Disney. Are you <laughs> Justin Roiland? Damn, turning into Justin <laughs> I think he might be, yeah. No, I think Hal would just be like very uncreative and like people, white boys who are uncreative are just like. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's three white
2: guys talking about
0: movies. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But getting drunk too, so they're funnier. Oh. Uh Hello
1: and welcome everyone to. Just one more thing. A Columbo Rewatch <laughs> podcast.
0: <laughs> there it is.
1: Uh, they would never record a podcast together, I don't think. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I think we each ask our the questions that we proposed to each other.
0: Okay. That's how questions usually work, Charles. Uh, yeah, the question I had, is there a moment in the series where either of you like officially dropped into your characters or character uh, for me and Delaney. Uh, a moment where you finally had it figured out. Kind of like who this person was. Like, I know you were talking about it with Spawn earlier, Charles. Like, that that moment where you were like, oh, I kind of... I get what this person's about. Like, I know for me, episode four was really big in me figuring out, like, who Bishop is.
1: My, my answer is not a good one. <laughs> well, because... It wasn't on this show, is the thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when we recorded episode zero, which is up on, uh, available for listen on Patreon, um, and we're both a little OOC there because we were still kind of figuring shit out, and I was having like a hard time kind of figuring out exactly who like I wanted them to be. And then to help promote the show, the wonderful and amazing Valpatrone had me be a guest on Creature Report uh in character and that was kind of where i figured it out and it like clicked for me that it's like okay this this is this is who delaney is this is how they like respond to danger or like civilians and other people i don't know like it that was kind of where it crystallized
2: Mm -hmm. was was that the mega fraser yes that was yeah
1: the episode is called (laughs) mega (laughs) fraser
0: God, Val is Dang. such a great person to bounce off of. Like, when I did Creature for it, they were phenomenal, just to sanction my buffoonery.
1: Oh, yeah. No, Val improvs at speeds, uh, unable to, like, be captured by the human eye.
2: Yeah. I struggle with character stuff, to be honest. Like, I, I'm going to be spending some time, probably, over the next... Couple months to really like hone in on these characters to make them very distinct. Uh, because I have been called out multiple times for characters sounding too similar to each other and for it to be confusing, and I want to make sure that that doesn't happen anymore. So I'm gonna be working on some character voices a little bit more. Everybody, uh, is not gonna be just Charles at different pitches, Charles with a southern you know? accent. <laughs>
1: Damn it. That's what I was going to yeah. say.
2: <laughs>
1: Charles with a twang.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of my answer there. All right. I suck. It's my oh answer. Oh, my God. Charles, get fucked. Um, <laughs> you're very talented. Get
1: fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so what's one thing you'd want to go back and potentially change or, like, do differently if you could?
0: I'm in this weird space with Hal where I really love how Hal is, but also Hal is drastically different from how he was in, like, episode one compared to, like, now. He went from kind of very serious, and he still is a little bit serious and frankly upset at life at most times, but also he is just a golden retriever of a human being, so I kind of wish I could go back and...
2: I don't know blend
0: it better i I guess would be the best way to describe it.
2: I wish i I don't think it would be very good for us to have done this, but I would have preferred to have a few more test sessions of the show before we had gotten into it because i didn't I don't really feel like the we found our and this is with, like, every fucking show, right? Yeah. And, like, every show doesn't really find their voice until they're a, a, a ways into it. And I wish that, for me, editing, uh, I wish I had a more concise idea of what I wanted. Now I do. Yeah. <laughs> now I know exactly what I want for this show and what it what it looks and sounds like.
0: What's this, what's yours, Megan?
2: Uh, mm, I actually don't know. I was just curious about your guy.
1: Because if I go down that rabbit hole, it turns into, like, I don't know, everything. <laughs> um, actually, if I get specific, it might be sort of spoilery, but there's, like, just some character stuff. I guess it's actually it's kind of similar to what Scotty was saying, was just in the beginning, Delaney started off different than what they are now. And, yeah, yeah just kind of that going, being able to smooth it.
2: Uh, I have one, and I'll be very vague about it, but... I am very disappointed in how we handled one situation um and that was a big spoiler that we hid from Scotty for a, for a long period yeah. of time.
1: That was a dick move actually. I do regret that.
0: <laughs> that may have also resulted in some character changes on Hal's part.
1: Fair.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, this is a this is kind of a, it it's an interesting sort of struggle because when Charles came up with the system before everything, and it was originally going to be like their own kind of project that was going to be potentially integrated into a podcast we were doing before. And Mm -hmm. then after that, it became kind of our weird joint sort of creature. And we were already kind of planning a story and whatever my character was going to be, which is already really far away from what it became. And then Scotty joined and... It became all of our weird, horrible little baby. But, you know, the thing of it is it's like we, you know, we still had like these other ideas and plans. And just so it's interesting kind of the messiness of like integrating everybody's stuff together. But also being like, oh, this will be like a great surprise or something. But then also be like, no, they should probably know this.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Th- that specific thing uh, we should have told you Almost immediately. Well, and I'm gonna like we going to try to
0: not... You know, you live and learn. <laughs> we are tiptoeing the fuck around this right now. But for me, I also feel like it came from a place of... in any Like, if it was a normal game, I think, yeah, no, hide that shit. It's fine. Like, keep it for a surprise. I think the fact that we... That was a moment where we all also had to remember, oh, wait a minute, we're making a show
2: <laughs> where, it's like, certain things
0: need to be aware of what's happening. Right. Yeah.
2: And if I remember the conversation um, that we had, it was like a weird power dynamic thing yeah. where y- you, and I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but I, if I remember right, you felt like Megan and I were up here and you were down here and that's definitely not the yeah. case. And I feel like really shitty about that.
1: Man, when it drops and people will know, they're going to come back and be like, F-
0: fuck <laughs> How did they not tell them? Um that mm-hmm. well in, in one way that did also inspire Hal's kind of arc in episode four. So I mean like that whole arc for Hal was there's a weird power dynamic that Delaney is not acknowledging, the fact that they have the a a shit ton of knowledge that they're not letting me in on. Um, So, you know what? It may have been bad in the moment, but it helped build the show and give me a fun character arc. So really, we were right to do it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the weird gaslight for
0: content. Let's go, baby.
2: (laughs) What has been the most challenging part of this project for each of you? And what challenge are you excited for i think it's like a a a follow-up for that my
0: mind doesn't really work in the idea of like oh this is tough or this is difficult when it comes to this show uh i will say outside of the show proper doing shit like um rate that cryptid which i'd love to come back to it's just a matter of it took a very long time. Like every single image you saw during that video was every time you saw an image involved me having to go to Google, be like Bigfoot's dick. And then having to pull that (laughs) into Vegas, crop it to the right length, And it just takes so long. And like the return on investment wasn't there. So it was kind of a matter of, killing your darlings which is something that i've been having to learn in like all spaces of what i'm doing right now um but yeah having to be like this is too much work for not enough payoff and finding where the work needs to go is kind of where has been my pressure point
1: those videos were really fucking good though
0: i love right i had a in. plan and there is a big plan behind all of it i'm just saying Oh. No, I remember.
2: <laughs> You're like I saw the <laughs> the goodness slides. We
1: read the Google Doc.
2: <laughs> Meg, what was what was yours? Oh, I didn't I I didn't say. Oh
1: no, uh, I think it's I think it's come up before, but it's the same answer that it always is. Uh, and that's that's the improv that I I just struggle being as quick on the draw as you two. Not even necessarily just with the goof hahas, but with just saying something that means anything uh Mm, yeah and i have a a significant issue with um i mean i blame it on adhd because that's convenient where i you know i also panic because it's like oh i gotta say something back because they said something this is how improvised storytelling works and so i just start talking even though there's not a thought there yet and so I stutter out the same phrase over and over which is my least favorite fucking vocal tick that I have Uh, and I'm trying so hard to get better at it so I would say that's one of the bigger challenges is like okay you can give yourself a second to think of a good response that will move the game or the plot or whatever forward and not just immediately blurt to make noise because you're panicking
2: (laughs) I struggle with a lot of that, too, right? And it, a lot of it is from dyslexia, right? So, like, I mix up words constantly. And then I listen back to the episode, and I'm like, are you, <laughs> you fucking idiot? <laughs> but I know, like, in my brain, I meant, like, one specific word, and then my mouth says a different thing. And it happens, you know, especially when I get tired. Like, towards the end of, like, recording sessions, I get, like, worse and worse and worse with the dyslexia. Um, but yo (laughs) listening back and editing myself so there's been like i've I've been like keeping them in a little bit more but like earlier on i was like re-recording things so i'm like you're a fucking idiot and you sound like an idiot (laughs) nobody wants to listen to this so i feel that um i think like sound design was the biggest challenge because when i originally pictured the show it was I wanted to have it be like Mulholland Drive. It was a big inspiration there. Of course, David Lynch, of course. But more like the fact that the Mulholland Drive soundtrack is more well-known than the movie is. Because mm-hmm. um, that soundtrack is a fucking banger. And it's really hard to do a podcast when you don't have the rights to things, <laughs> right? Yeah. So that's why we had a intended listening experience on loudspeaker because we... You know, get the rights for for streaming very easily through the radio station, which is very handy. It's really nice, and we uh, we kept we kept that on Patreon. Don't snitch. Don't fucking snitch on us. But uh, it wasn't feasible to do two completely different sound designs. It sure and it sure wasn't. <laughs> no, it was killing me. It was absolutely like it, it was a terrible experience. It was something that I was like. Because I'm very particular with music when it comes to, like, projects for the most part, right? And it's hard to find the right song or sound effect for a lot of different, like, moods and situations. So that evolved even further, and it became easier for me to write the music instead of having... Um, specific music. And I still use like royalty free music stuff to fill in here and there, especially like the, like the background music on the radio and stuff like that when that's like when they're in the car and stuff like that. But a lot, especially in episode four, a lot of the sinister music in the background is stuff that I just put together. Um, and it's been fun to kind of like experiment with that a little bit more. And I'm doing, there's a lot more of that in five, which I'm really excited about. Hell yeah. Um, it's a lot. But, you know, it allows me to challenge myself because I used to be very musical and uh, fell away from that. So now it, like, forces me into a space that I'm kind of uncomfortable with. And I like it. I really like... It. I've got my keyboard right here that I can just, you know, start playing whenever I feel like it when I'm editing the show. It's great. Sorry, I was I was
0: ordering some Applebee's on DoorDash. <laughs> Applebee's?! You're ordering Applebee's <laughs> on DoorDash. It's eating good
1: in the neighborhood, baby. Eating good in your very specific neighborhood.
2: There aren't any, like, local restaurants that you can support. You have to, like, that probably tastes better than Do the you want to hear
0: my DoorDash options right now? Yes. McDonald's, Wendy's, Taco Bell, Applebee's... Hunt Brothers Pizza from inside of a Samco gas station, the Mapco gas station, the ice cream shop, and Cosmic Wings, which I believe is just wings made at Applebee's.
2: Yeah, Cosmic Wings, I think is is one of the like the fake brand, separate brands that a lot of these companies. So are I've doing.
0: got Applebee's and Applebee's two back with a vengeance. <laughs> You've made
1: your
2: point. You have made your point. <laughs> Um, it is also, like, 11 o'clock <laughs> at night. That's true. Your time.
1: Holy shit, Applebee's is open right now?
0: Yeah. Damn. It can't be eaten good in the neighborhood only half the time. What
1: kind of fucking shit-ass neighborhood would that be? All right, we've been recording for a very long time.
2: <laughs> okay, one um, one last question that I have for the two of you. Okay. What is the biggest spoiler this season that's coming up. Hal
0: Bishop has... <laughs> 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 that one's not true. <laughs> I'm
1: so sorry. Uh, see, I figured we would just kind of say... <laughs> and that's really gonna fuck people up, especially uh, after Hal and Rudy have like their big kiss and they start <laughs> co-parenting Rudy's child.
2: <laughs> oh, you wanted to be silly. I was going to say that Spawn bon is... like Gravity
0: Falls sugar dusted donut dippers alright you, dip you wanna know donut, the uh
2: the, fi- like the final the <laughs> final conflict of the show if we go the full the full three seasons that I have planned out that's good oh fuck yeah. that's we fight good. Jesus
1: <laughs> just fucking fight Jesus spawn is Jesus it's, it's actually the uh his dark materials <laughs> we're just gonna go fight God I'm,
0: I I mean you're not wrong why'd you just turn into a
2: muppet because like I mean you're not right but you're not wrong Ash Delaney and Hal Bishop are going to kill God I can't bleep that that's funny
0: Okay. Uh, what? What we From got? What scene we got where Puss next? Puss in boots, rap battles, donkey.
1: P- Puss in what now? Pussing boots. <laughs> pussing boots.
0: <laughs> it's,
1: it's it's all your favorite characters. Shrek. Donkey, pussing
2: boots. Puss in boots. Puss in boots. Yeah.
0: My favorite back alley movie Shrunk Dinky <laughs> Pucin <laughs>
1: joseph kelly
2: this chapter's introduction was written by megan danger ash delaney is played by megan danger hal bishop is played by scotty moore cheyenne Midday is played by nancy dreckman the narrator is played by lee shackleford guest starring shelby taylor as sarah watterson everyone else is played by charles kelly thanks for joining the weird y'all